Hello, my name is Joe Hanlon-Moores. This is Alchemic Life, my podcast. At least I think it is. It's been a while. Perhaps this isn't mine. Perhaps it's somebody else's and I've just walked in, but here I am. How are we all? Last time I was here, I was just about to go up to London with my daughter for a couple of days to see a show. We went to see Everybody's Talking About Jamie, and I thoroughly recommend that, by the way. It's touring with the same actor, award-winning actor, in the lead role, as has been in the Apollo Theatre version. They're taking it on the road in April in the UK, and if it comes near you and you like a musical, I'd definitely go and see it. What a good time that is. Anyway, I don't really have any clue what's going to happen with this show today. I recorded one with lots of notes and all sorts of quote-unquote interesting things. Went to edit it and about 30 seconds in I just fell asleep. Oh my god, it was so dull. And so I thought I'm just going to wing it. I'll get back on, I've got to get back on the podcast horse and just talk. So it may only be a couple of minutes long. Let's hope it's only a couple of minutes long and not a good old 45 of me talking absolute crap. So, what's been going on? Mostly, at the beginning of this month, it was sad time. I do get seasonal affective disorder. I've been getting it since, well, as long as I can remember, really, about this time of year. There is a summer version, which I think tends to be more anxiety, agitation, too high up related. I'm not sure. I haven't experienced it very often. My version is the autumn-winter getting lower and lower version. I think some of the symptoms, according to mind, are... tries to remember them. Um, lack of energy, disturbed sleep, craving carbohydrates, depression or lowered mood. It's all the sort of things that you expect. Basically, the changing light affects the production of melatonin and cell... <laughs> And celery. Celery's really badly affected by this light. Serotonin. God's sake. Serotonin. So melatonin and serotonin. So our sleep and our mood is affected. There's all sorts of things you can do for this, including having a really nice holiday in the sun. But if you can't do that, there's some other things you can try. I've used the sad lamp for a long time now. I used to hire one every winter because at the time they were very expensive. They were quite a new idea and they were very expensive and I wasn't in the market for expensive things so I would hire one. It was very inexpensive to do it that way and also if it's for personal use you don't have to pay VAT on it which is great. Then I did one of my classic bargain finds. I think sad lamps like juicers and I've never bought a juicer new off the shelf either. Yeah charity shops, thrift shops, op shops, whatever you call them. I think people buy them with best intentions never get round to using them, end up having them gather dust until they move them on. So I got mine, which is the exact same model. It's called a Light Pod, L-I-T-E Pod, compact. Really excellent model of sad lamp. About £100 new now. It was considerably more back in the day. And I think I got mine for £10 and it had never been used. It was still in the box, everything. It had been tested. Brilliant find. So there's a top tip for you. But they're worth every penny even if you just go straight to a good website and, and buy it that way. I use it in the morning. Using them in the afternoon can disturb your sleep because it's that full-on full-spectrum light. I use it for a couple of hours around breakfast time. When I was working in an office I used to take it in and have it on all morning on my desk which was a really good way to do it. 
love those sad lamps. I am, what else do I do? I take vitamin D, make sure I've got a good B complex going on. Vitamin D is a slow build, so you just want to take that all year round, even when it's sunny in this country, because we all need it. I also have been using a lot of wild orange essential oil, which is my favourite. Citrus are mood lifters, and I particularly love citrus oils. Wild orange is my very favourite. If I had a signature oil, it would be wild orange. And so I have that with me all the time. I've got a roller, so I can just kind of splash it on or roll it on even. <laughs> and I have a bottle by my bed. I have a bottle in the kitchen everywhere, just so I can have a little sniff of that. It makes me feel good. I've also been using, since before the sad hit really, flower essences, just for a few emotional things I was feeling bubbling up. And I do wonder whether this hasn't been some kind of a healing crisis, because a lot of those issues have reared their head in my down, sad mood. I think flower essences are really powerful and you use them over a long period of time maybe you can do you can use them for months years even and they just keep you supported I tend to find as I've said before that I get a quick reaction within a couple of days and then a couple of weeks two or three weeks later I get another wave of whatever now this isn't just a curing thing if I'm lacking self-confidence and I take larch I don't suddenly feel bouncing and like I can take on the world what tends to happen is that the issues around my self-confidence will come up in my dreams and at first they'll be quite challenging but then they'll have a happy ending and I'll be out walking the dog or something and something that I've never thought about before even though I overthink everything a new perspective will suddenly come to me on whatever issue it is that I'm working with with flower essences and that's kind of what's been happening but it was pretty rocky I had made myself a blend of six different remedies which is about as many as you want to do and I'm guess I'm probably finding out why because I think there's some resistance at first they come in singing a happy song about as I say with large say self-confidence and my old stories of the complete opposite put up a fight and they just sing louder of their old unhappy story and I think that's perhaps what I've been going through eventually the flower essences prevail and you start singing the happy tune and maybe that's what it is maybe the sad hasn't actually hit me yet and it's that I don't know either way it was a bit of a rocky couple of weeks but I'm feeling much better one thing I did do as a result is cancel the course that I'd signed up to to do flower essence practitioner training <laughs> ironically I don't know I think I'm overthinking it I'm overloading myself for this quieter time of year I don't need to be doing that now I know how to use these things Reiki's my thing. I don't need to be messing it up with bells and whistles, even with really beautiful things like that. If I think somebody could benefit from flower essences or essential oils, then I'll, you know, I can pass on that information. I don't need to be having certificates and badges and things like that. What I love about these modalities is that we can all learn them so easily. They're there for us to just pick up ourselves. You don't necessarily need an expert telling you how to do them. So that's where I am with the flower essences, and I've offloaded that as a result, I started messing about with my website. I decided that I think I really needed to simplify it. I would like to start blogging again. And I did toy with the idea of just having a very simple black and white blog page, keeping it super minimal. But I quite like the look of my website, so I've just stripped it back down. And the main part of that will be the blog. But guess what I did? I changed the name from blog to journal. Yeah, <laughs> get me. Instead of doing blog posts, I'm doing journal entries now. It's all the new thing, you know. And it's funny though, I mean, it's so silly, but just seeing that up there 
Makes me feel quite excited. It feels all new and shiny. I'm very easily pleased. Okay, don't hold it against me. So yeah, I've got a journal on my website now and I'm going to write things on it. Did actually write a post this week about welcoming in autumn. Now that it's nearly over. Oh no, it's not, is it though? We're about halfway through. I realised that I couldn't just keep kicking against it. Summer's gone, autumn is here. And I had to look at why I was resisting it and what I could welcome in about it and how I could welcome it in. And yeah, there's a blog post up on my site, which is johanlon-moors.com. Go to journal. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a lovely journal entry there called, I think, Unceremonial Ceremonies or something like that. Anyway, it's about welcoming in autumn in a very, very simple way, which I think possibly will be my theme in this downtime. Part of the reason for that is that post-menopause, I'm still finding so many layers falling away. They all kind of drop away, all this stuff that we carry with us, lightening the load as we move forward into a new way of being. And they're still falling. I think I've got back as far back, as pared back as I can be, and I found the true me. And I am seeing some good, strong glimpses of that. But then suddenly you turn around and another bit falls off. And here you go again. There's another layer gone. I wonder how many years this carries on for, or whether it's just a lifetime thing, whether menopause has got sort of all to do with it and it's just about getting older. I don't know. A lot of the things that come up at this time of life, it's easy to say, ah, uh, menopause. But some of it is just getting older and having to deal with that. Anyway, I've still got bits falling off and I've stopped second-guessing myself on what might happen next, what I might feel like doing, what might be the way forward, blah, blah, blah. I'm focusing on what I know I love and what I care about. Keeping it really simple. I can't think of what else I was going to talk about today. That's probably it. Keep it short. I just wanted to get back here and put something up and say hi to everybody. I have got three things, three special things I like this time and they're three people who mean a lot to me. The first one is my aunt Jackie, Jackie Bridgen. Um, our family waters can be a little stormy but we have shared a lifeboat since day one. She's Laurel to my Hardy, Bert to my Ernie, <laughs> Hinge to my Bracket, <laughs> my granddad, her dad, used to call us Hinge and Bracket. If you're my age and you're British you'll, <laughs> you'll, you may appreciate that. Um, yeah, Hilda and Evadne. Anyway, we have a lot of shared history. We've been talking about that this week. Partly because I think, again, prompted by flower essences, I'm going to sidetrack again and go back to the flower essences thing. But I included in my blend Star of Bethlehem, which is the recommendation for trauma. And that can be trauma way back, pre-birth. And when I trained to be a practitioner with flower essences for animals, they taught us that Star of Bethlehem should almost be a given. It should be kind of your base note because animals that have been living with people or have been farmed or whatever, they have usually gone through some trauma to their system. Even in the best possible circumstances, even when they've been truly loved, there'll be something, some treatment, veterinary treatment they've had to have with dogs and cats. They may have been neutered. They may have had surgery for some other reasons. They may have very often these days come through a rescue situation. There's trauma there. So just wang that into the mix. 
before you add anything else. I tend to think that's true for humans as well. I mean, how many of us have got off scot-free? I can certainly think of traumatic situations in my life, not physically threatening, but mentally and emotionally. There's some stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff. Stuff that Jackie and I shared, and we were talking about that this week. And just knowing that we were sharing that lifeboat, and still are to an extent, yeah, that's a good feeling. She lets me know that whatever the choppy waters of my family, I belong. So she's the first thing I like. Thing? <laughs> thing one? She's thing one to my thing two. She's the first person I like. Second person I like, Kristen Perman. Are oh, you listening, Kristen? Yes, you. Kristen, she makes me feel my feelings and honour them. She feels her feelings and she makes me feel mine. And she told me this week that when we get to this stage and this postmenopause stuff, it's shit, really, it can be. It's hard work. I think her words were, we've just got to live our best wild lives. It was probably a, it was probably our best fucking wild lives. And that has just stuck in my head. Yeah, we have. Damn right we have. So, yeah, feel my feelings. Honour them. That's what Kristen teaches me. And I really, Kristen, I appreciate you for that. I think we should all have a Sicilian on our team. And I'm glad that she's mine. Third person, Penny McKinley Rogers at The Fragrant Apothecary and also Ruby Phoenix Qigong. Check that out on Instagram. That's going to be a new thing for Penny and I think it's just so perfect. Penny doesn't know that she teaches people at the moment already without, she just doesn't know it, doesn't have a clue. But she always, always reminds me of the immense power of gentleness and compassion every time doesn't matter what we're talking about we tend to dm a little bit every few days on the old gram just she has a quality of stillness even in her wild moments <laughs> she has this centeredness when she brings that to her future plans she's going to be a powerhouse but she has it in spades anyway and i really really value that i value her friendship in that i value that penny thank you very much so there are many people in my life that I value and perhaps I'll take some time to talk about them too in the future. But I really wanted to talk about those three who in their own ways have just shifted me out of a bit of a dark corner, along with Larch, Pine, Star of Bethlehem, <laughs> Mimulus and uh, can't remember what the other one was. Some flower essences and a wild orange. That's all I've got. I did say I was going to ramble. I have rambled, but I don't really care. I just want to stick this up here, get it done. Episode eight, move on. Episode nine. I hope you're having a good week. I hope you're finding the light wherever you are. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.